Merry Christmas, everyone. Welcome to Inclusive Android. My name is Eric, and I'm the staff writer, and it's been quite a long time since I've actually um, reached out to have a chat with you. Today we're unboxing the Umidigi F1. Umidigi is spelled U-M-I-D-I-G-I. -I -I. So it's the Umidigi F1. It is an Android phone running uh, 9.0 Pi. It has a MediaTek Helio um, 360, I believe. Um, I have to double check that. I believe it's a, it's a something 60 uh, processor. It's a um, it's an OptiCore 2.0 gigahertz processor in this thing with an 800 megahertz graphics processing unit. Also, we have uh, four gigabytes of RAM. Um, we have 128 gigabytes of storage. We have dual SIM and we have secure digital up to 256 gigabytes, I believe. It says in the brochure. The box price of this thing is $270 Canadian. I got mine on um, Boxing Week Blowout for uh, $215. So I'm feeling pretty good about this, honestly. I had an HTC U11, and that is what is recording this little podcast for us. The HTC U11, honestly, um, after two years in my hands, it looks like it's been run over by a truck. There are literally things, um, little um, scraggly things hanging out of the edges. The screen and back are all split. One corner is crushed. It still mostly works, but the charging port is on the way out. Um, the screen is spiderwebbed, um, and I can't do development on it anymore. Which, by the way, I started Android development um, this semester, and I'm really excited about it. So you might be hearing some more from me about that, and that'd be quite cool. So. Um, I'm, I'm, like I said, I'm feeling really good about this. Um, compared to the Motorola Moto G series, um, the price and uh, brochure spec are outstanding. Um, let's get this thing out of the box. The packaging, by the way, the packaging doesn't feel cheap. Um, we have a sleeve that covers half the box. And then I'm lifting the lid. It's a very sturdy, sturdy cardboard box. Um, on top, we have a piece of cardboard of the provenance of which I know not. Then we have the, um, the Humidity F1. It's in already. It's in a case. Um, I'm just uh, I'm just gonna pull this little skin case off it. The skin case 
does not come off easy. Ooh. Right. Okay, so, so um, what we have is um, a really sturdy thing. I'm just going to peel. We've got a film, and we also have another film on the back. Okay, so here's what we've got. Your Humidity F1 has a fingerprint sensor on the back. It has a 16 megapixel and 8 megapixel dual cameras on the back. It has a 16 megapixel camera on the front. On the left-hand side, we have a SIM card slot with an SD and it pulls out just like a, a drawer um, and you put an SD and a SIM in there and you, uh, it also supports dual SIM so you can you can bust up the the drawer I think. Um, on the right hand side we have a volume rocker and a um, power button. So on the case, on the little skin case, it's uh, two buttons for the volume, but on the phone itself, it's just a rocker. Um, yeah, so on the front, we have pretty much nothing. On the top, we have nothing. On the bottom, we have a earphone jack on the left, a microphone beside that, a USB-C beside that, and a speaker on the right. We have a screen protector on the phone. I already bought some tempered glass ones to go with that, because I knew I wanted to do that. Then we have an envelope with some paperwork in it. If we open up the flap of the envelope, we get a SIM um, removal tool, a really nice one actually. It's sort of long and it's got a good grip and it's like um, in the clasp of this envelope. So we're just going to leave that alone for a bit. Um, then we, in the bottom of the case, we have a, a Walwert um, for North America, which is nice because sometimes when you buy these films off Amazon, they come with uh, European or uh, Australian power sources. And we have a ubiquitous uh, USB cable. So let's put most of this detritus back in the box. I'm going to put this skin back on. Now, for the real point of this podcast, so a lot of newer, um, it used to be that companies like BLU would, um, you know, they were throwing out these crazy cheap phones and all of the firmware had been totally stripped 
and the major functions replaced with inaccessible or bloated um, manufacturer direct apps that uh, sometimes worked and sometimes didn't. So this, uh, this phone and this company, by the way, there are a whole bunch of these Humidity phones. I just happened to pick the absolute most expensive one. The, uh, you know, a lot of them, you know, can be had in the 150 to $180 range with 64 gigabytes of storage. And, uh, you know, some other features that quite frankly don't suck. Um, oh, let me tell you about the size of this. So this got a 6.3 inch screen and my HTC U11 has a 5.5 inch screen. But if you were to stack these two phones, I'm going to be careful about how I do this. Okay, my phone is, this is a um, recording. If you stack these two phones, the humidity is just a fraction longer and narrower than the HTC U11, but you have to work to notice. So this was one of my biggest worries when I bought this phone. I'm seeing a lot of these huge screen phones. And I realized early on taking my U11 out of the box that I didn't ever want a phone that was bigger than that. So I have to say, I'm really, really happy with the um, screen to body ratio of this Humidity phone. I really don't care about the 6.3 inch screen, I can't see it. Um, and the other thing that I may have forgotten to mention, there is a 5,500 mAh battery in this. And so along with the 2.0 gigahertz processor, the um, battery life should be outstanding, especially since I plan to dim the screen down to as low as it will go. And um, the, you know, the 3,000, MHA batteries in a lot of phones are just not going to keep up. The weight, um, you would never know, honestly, if I were to pick pick up these phones. The Humidity phone is just a touch heavier, but it's fairly noticeable, honestly. Um, I don't understand how they got a 5500 MHA battery in this phone. So this is inclusive Android and the point of this is um, to tell you about accessibility on various phones. So uh, now that we've extolled the virtues of this, we are going to push the power button and see what happens. So I am pushing now. And we wait. But it's first time startup, so we'll give it a good. So we give it a good amount of time, and I'm going to hold two fingers on the screen. Now. Continue touching the screen until you hear a beep to enable accessibility mode.
Right. Um, so up we come. Lesson one, basic navigation, swiping, exploring, activating, enlist five items. Now, this is the new TalkBack tutorial. Um, I don't know if it has very much information that's actually new to me because I've had, um, I've had these phones right up through uh, Oreo and, uh, and Pi. And I've been, you know, perusing the settings and things very heavily. Um, I don't particularly. Lesson three, TalkBack. Lesson four, Let's let TalkBack is a screen reader primarily for people with blindness and the back button. Double tap to activate, double tap and hold to long press. Okay, so the capacitive back button. Hi there. Language, English, really United works. States button. Emergency, language, English. Alert, choose your language. Check. No. Cattle, alt, English, suggested. Check, in list, 39 items. Back button, out of list. Hi there. Language, English, United States button. Okay. Double tap um, to activate. Interesting note. Landscape. Hi. Hi there. Get back here. Emergency call button. Hi there. Language, English, United States button. Stop it. Double tap to activate. Ah. Interesting note. The back button, which I am used to being on the left-hand side of the capacitive buttons, um, and which was there when I hit back to escape the tutorial, uh, moved over to the right. So now the way this phone is, um, it's overview. Emergency call uh, button. Double tap to activate. Vision setting. Emergency call button. Vision settings button. Okay. Double tap to activate. Start. Vision setting. Start button. I just want to set up the phone here. Connect to mobile network. If you have SIM cards, insert them now. Okay. Um, Landscape. Connect to mobile network. If you have SIM cards, insert them now. So this has come up talking. I am going to complete this setup. You don't, I mean, most of us have set up our own phones. We don't really need to go through all this stuff. I'm going to pause. And when I come back, um, we will go through the accessibility features and see what, what lives there. All right. Talk soon. Okay, we're back. Um, just a couple of quick points on the setup. Uh, somewhere along the line, they have dropped the maddening requirement that you use a uh, set of headphones for your password, which is sweet. 6.14 p.m. Um, I set up a fingerprint, which I've never done on any of my devices before. So I'm going to see if it unlocks Device my phone. Device unlocked. Home screen one <laughs> Magic. Okay, so the uh, last thing I want to do uh, here as uh, part of the podcast is just uh, flip open the settings and uh, see what lives in accessibility. So I'm going to swipe up with two fingers from the bottom of my home screen. Apps list. Search apps. Edit box. And that opens. Double tap to enter text. Double tap and hold to long press. Yeah, sorry. It's a bit loud. Um, that opens my app drawer. Calculator in Calend Camp Sub Chrome. I'm just gonna whiz through here. Files. FM G Goop Keep Map Messages Music Notes Phone Photos Play Play Mute Play Settings Sim Toolkit Settings. Settings. Yeah. Settings. Okay. So. Search settings. Double I mean, tap to activate. That probably went too fast for most people to hear, but uh, essentially it's the stock. Um, Google experience 
add another email account, set up your personal or work email. Uh, so there's some Double things like maps and Gmail, and uh, of course there's a phone dialer and there's like the standard instant message app, but there isn't uh, Google Suite, so no Docs, no Sheets, no blah. Um, there isn't any um, third-party apps root installed, so. Uh, no Facebook root installed, which I love because I revile Facebook. Um, no Twitter, um, which I love because I'm just going to install a third-party Twitter app anyway. Um, no Instagram, which I love because I never use it and have no opinion on it one way or the other. Um, I will I will install the shopping, social networking, and entertainment apps that I want, and I have the freedom now to do that, which I didn't on my HTC. There was a significant amount of root installed bloatware that I never used. Screen off. Get back here. 6.16 p.m. Search settings. Sorry, that was my Double tap. Uh, we're, we're going Battery. and looking 90. for accessibility. System, Google, system, languages, time, backup, updates. Google, digital, finger, accept, account, accessibility, screen readers, display, interaction controls. Okay, so Double too fast. To activate. Too fast for my own good. Um, as you can see, this phone. Accessibility, um, navigate up button. Double tap to activate. Is, uh, is able to keep up with my uh, flick, flick, flick gestures and then some. Accessibility. So just um, before we go and load stink loads of apps on it, which I'm going to do, let's be honest. Um, it's uh, it's doing quite all right um, with only 2 gigahertz. Search settings. Processor. Volume key, downloaded services, heading. Okay. Volume key shortcut, top back. Double tap to activate. Search settings, out of volume key shortcut, top back. It so the first thing items. in this settings panel. Double tap to activate. Is the volume key shortcut. Right now it's set to talk back and uh, volume key shortcut navigate up button volume search settings use on switch shortcut service top back in list three allow from lock screen off when the shortcut is on you can press both volume allow from lock screen off switch double tap to activate okay I'm not, I'm pretty sure I should probably allow this from the lock screen on. so I'm gonna turn that on when the short Shortcut service on switch. Shortcut service. What I'm interested in seeing shortcut is can service. I set it to anything Navigate else? up. Shortcuts. Not checked. Radio button. Color inversion. Enlist. Not checked. Radio button. Color correction. Checked. Radio button. Top back. Color inversion. Double tap to activate. Oh, stinking hint things. I'm going to... I turned so many top back settings off, honestly. I can't... The vibrations kind of make me sick to my stomach, and the noises make my ears bleed, and the... Um, tutorial hints just slow me down and <laughs> you you do this for like seven years and and you know you just you just you just you just so not checked radio button accessibility menu the accessibility not menu is also in button, here select to speak. Cool. Double, not checked radio button switch access select to speak Double switch tap access okay so pretty much um, this is new, uh, or at least new to me, 
that the volume key now has all of the accessibility features on it. Back button. Um, when the shortcut is on, I don't use any of them uh, except for talkback, but I enjoy um, the fact that they're there and they're accessible to anyone. Accessibility. Select to speak off here. Selected text. Ring. Switch access off. Select to accessibility. Downloaded services heading. Okay, so we have Volume a downloaded, downloaded services, services heading. heading. Accessibility menu off. Control phone via large menu. Double tap um, to activate. Download accessibility menu off. Control phone via large menu. So then Double we have. Tap to I don't know. Is there? Um, are these downloaded services? It looks like they are, but they're installed. So um, we've got the accessibility menu. menu. Select to speak. Off select select to speak. Switch access. Switch access. Talk back. On talk speak back. Screen readers heading. Text to okay. Screen readers <laughs> heading. And, and talk back is not listed in the screen readers. It's listed in download services. So now we have the screen readers heading, and I'm seeing text to speech output. Uh, text to speech Double output. Text display heading. And now we have a display heading. Font size default. And we've got Double font tap, size, magnification, magnification color correction, color, correction color inversion, color inversion off, large mouse pointer, large off, mouse pointer switch, remove animations, remove off, animations, switch, interaction controls, heading, remove animations. I think I'm going to remove switch, animations. I'm just going to turn that on. Interaction controls, well timing, interaction, remove animations on switch, interaction controls, heading. And then we have a heading called interaction controls. Dwell timing off. Uh, dwell timing is in here. Power button ends call off. Power switch. button ends call. I don't really need that. Auto rotate screen on switch. Auto rotate screen. I'm going to turn that off. off. Now that's not strictly speaking an accessibility setting. I'm not sure why it's in here. Probably just for convenience. I usually do that from the um, quick settings menu, but since I'm here exploring, um, I'll just do it, and it's done. Touch and hold delay short. Uh, touch Double and hold delay is set to short. That's Audio fine. Audio and on-screen text heading. Audio and on-screen text is a new heading. Mono audio combine channels when playing audio off switch. Uh, mono audio, I don't want that. Captions off. Uh, captions, I don't need. Experimental heading. High contrast text off switch. And then we have the experimental. Double I'm not sure why. Activate. I'm not sure why high contrast is still experimental. That was in Lollipop. And it's the only experimental thing. Okay, so what we have here is a pretty rich, I would venture to say, complete suite of Google accessibility tools. The only thing that isn't here is Brailleback, which I will install, um, and which Google has never seen fit to fully incorporate into the accessibility suite. Um, I kind of when I, it's a thing where I don't always want my Braille display, but when I want my Braille display, I want it right then and then right now without any quibble. Okay. Oh, button out of list. I'm done with this. Uh, accessibility. Screen, one of one. Google. Um, all right. So what we have here is a um, really, really high-end uh, phone um, for that is a as far as I have been able to tell just poking around you know in limited uh, form it's a complete um, Google experience 
nothing has been added and nothing has been taken away. Uh, the keyboard works out of the box, which some flagships don't. The, the speech, well, the speech is what it is. It comes from Google. I will reset it later. Um, performance out of the box is everything you could expect it from it. I mean, um, I don't play Clash of Clans. Um, I use my phone for everything but gaming. So um, it's really not going to impact me um, that much. I feel like I can load this thing up with apps. And, um, you know, overall, I am really, really satisfied. I'm not sure. I mean, aside from getting it on contract or just wanting to um, wanting to carry a branded thing. Um, I'm not really sure why anyone would choose a high-end flagship over this for day-to-day -day use. It doesn't make that much sense to me, but um, now that I've seen it, uh, of course, if it had, if I'd spent $215 on it and it had come with TouchPal keyboard and um, I'd had to go and get my wife to install TalkBack and, you know, it had come up in Japanese and there were this barrier, that barrier, that barrier, this barrier, you know, maybe I would think it was $200 down the train. But um, now you know that it's... Uh, it's $200 well spent. So if you're looking for a last minute Christmas present for a family member who needs an accessible phone, I can highly recommend this um, Uminogy F1. But I can also tell you again that there are a whole line of these phones. PM. There are a whole line of these phones which start at just over $100. I bought the most expensive one because I wanted the storage and I wanted the battery life. But there's certainly no need for you to do that unless you really want to, and you can get a perfectly adequate phone for $150. So I hope you enjoyed our podcast on the Umidigi F1. If you buy it and you're using it, um, please feel free to tell us about it. And, and how you like it. Thanks for listening to Inclusive Android, and have a wonderful day.